Hello and welcome to the Chillin' Bob Deluxe Version Podcast. This is the episode where we're just going to be talking about Post Malone. And the reason why is because Posty is actually going to be posting up over here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And your boys are actually going to be going to that concert. So uh, again, just going to address the elephant in the room. I know it's been a fat minute since we've done anything. I know. But... You know, that's just, just, just how it works. Life happens, shit happens, a lot of stuff just happens. We're not able to record every week, sometimes every other week, shit, sometimes it could be months. But, you know, happy to be back, happy to be back with Dom, and let's get fucking into it, Dom. So, yeah, it's good to be back, man. It's been, it's been a lot of, let's do it this day, oh shit, let's do it this day, let's do it this day, oh, I can't do it that day. So to finally be able to get on page and hopefully we could get on get on track and set up some sort of schedule. But until then, we're here right now. Let's get into it. Post Malone, one of the one of the goats, honestly. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. So first and foremost, um, let's go ahead and just dive into like your favorite song. What's your favorite song by Posty? Favorite song has to be Congratulations um, on Stoney uh, with Quavo. Uh, I was listening to, uh, I was watching Hot Ones yesterday with uh, Post Malone. And he was saying like, when they're making congratulations, like he knew it was going to be a hit. And I think that's kind of interesting how artists make songs and like I wonder if they think every song is going to be a banger or if they like songs more than others but he definitely said that Congratulations was uh, was one of his go-to songs right and I, and you know the finished product on that I could just imagine just like being with, with Quavo and Posey like just having them be in the studio together and just making that just making that track that, that probably would should like I probably would have been fun as fuck just to be in that room, just to see both of their creative minds go to work and then produce that banger. Oh, yeah, for sure. Steve, um, for me, though, I think my favorite song from Posty would probably be Hollywood's Bleeding. That's a good one. Like, I don't know, just something about that song, bro. Like, whenever, like, he's just, like, I just feel like there's so much passion in his voice when he's, like, when he dives into it. And when that beat drops and then he just goes fucking, like, oh, man, I just, I just really love that song. Love the lyrics, love the atmosphere, and sets the tone for that whole album. Like, mm, I could listen to that song on repeat. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely defining tracks within multiple albums, like, um, like when I think of Beer Bongs and Bentleys, I think of Psycho and Candy Paint. I find those kind of embody those out al- that album. Like Hollywood's Bleeding, of course, encompasses that album. Congratulations, White Iverson. I feel like they make up Stony, and I'm really excited to see what he comes up with with Austin. Um, Chemical is out right now. Uh, it's a little. Have you heard pop- of that? Have you heard a uh, morning too? No, is it on Austin? Yeah, it's a it's a second second one that he released for um for Austin. No, I haven't listened to it yet. That one's pretty good. It's like more of a slower type of track. Dude, you know the album you have to listen to if you haven't mm-hmm. already? The Spider Man one. 
The new one? Yeah, the new one. Uh, I'll have to check it out because the first one was fucking bopping. That was like yeah. one of my one of my first favorite songs. Good. <laughs> Obviously, Sunflower with Post Malone had freaking diamond status, platinum, triple, quad. I don't know how many times platinum, but that shit was fire. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back, Joe. Um, I I kind of want to talk about concerts though. What was the last concert? About- what was the last concert you went went to? Last. Last concert I went to? Yeah. I think the last concert I went to was Kendrick. Kendrick. Really? Uh, was in, that was when he came here for the... For the... What was it? The... What, crew, what group is that? Top Dog. For the Top, Top Dog. Dog tour. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was it was fucking it's been a fat minute since we went to a concert. So you're excited so you're excited to go back out and be in, in that atmosphere, especially for post Malone? Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be um, nice just to get out, plus it'll be nice to like get out of the routine and be like out like being doing my own thing, which I love doing like day to day, but it'll just be nice to kinda of, like step away, just do my own thing with Haley and just fucking just like, enjoy the enjoy the concert. Yeah, I feel that. Bro, I bought, I kind of went crazy today. I bought like four tickets um, for different events throughout the year. So my schedule for like entertainment is kind of jam packed this year. I have Kane Brown on Sunday. I have, um, I have Kane Brown. I, have, I bought tickets to the Fully Loaded Comedy Festival. I don't know if you know what that is. It's in Oklahoma City. There's like 24 different comics, two DJs, and it's kind of like an all-day festival for comedy. Me and Dad oh, are doing nice. that one. Nice. Uh, Post Malone, obviously, in August. I bought the Snoop Dogg and West Khalifa High School Reunion Tour. That's oh, in that August. Uh, Lil Durk. I don't know if you're a Lil Durk fan or if you listen to his new album. I like I like what he did with um with who was it Morgan Wheelan. I like um, I like his collab that he did with him. Yeah, so I'm going to that concert. I'm also going to Fifty Cent in August. Why not? Why the fuck not? Right. And then I got Drake and Twenty One Savage in September. I got Ed Sheeran in Colorado in August. Oh, I got Joe Coy in October. Uh, I kind of went crazy today. I was like, "Fuck it! These these tickets aren't getting any cheaper. As close as we're gonna get, I right. got the money. Why the fuck not? I'm not worried about bills or nothing like that. I'm just trying to see as much different people and just try to have fun, honestly. Right, I man. That's the way to do it, honestly. Shit, you're over here doing that, and then uh, yeah, we um. We're, uh, me and Haley are planning on going um, going out of country too. So, where to? We're gonna go to. Uh, we're planning on going to Niagara Falls in Canada. Oh, that's nice. Well, not not right now with the fucking <laughs> the fucking smoke. No, goes. no, it's probably it's probably gonna be like uh like next year or like yeah probably like next June or some shit like that. But oh, that's nice. what that's what we're planning on. I'll be gonna cool. get 
Dude, I thought, fucking... I thought Niagara Falls was in New York for some reason. No, it's um, it's actually like forty-five minutes away from Buffalo. Oh, okay. So like it's, like, I think you could see it from in Buffalo, New York, but um, I think it's uh, but it's like, it's like probably thirty minutes out of Ontario. But, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna mosey on over there. And then uh, and, the, the whole passport thing is going to be like, you got to do a lot of steps to get a passport, though. Not really. Well, it's like you got to have like, I think the biggest thing I had to get my birth certificate, and I didn't know where I was at, but then I, I ended up finding it. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I got my birth certificate talking so now. <laughs> I know you're, you're telling mom that she still had it. Like, like mom, mom knows. Mom knows about that shit. She wouldn't just um, willy-nilly be like, oh, no, I don't have it. Like, she she knew she gave it to you. So <laughs> I, I kind of heard, like, the panic in her voice when you're calling. I was just like, ah. Oh. And then, honestly, I still stand by what I told her. It's just like, how are you going to give an 18-year-old the passport? That's that's kind of kind of reckless on your part. <laughs> No. Or, or how are you gonna give an eighteen-year-old their birth uh, their birth certificate? It's kind of reckless. <laughs> that's not reckless. That's that's handing over the keys. That's saying you're you're taking care of your own shit now, and that's not my responsibility. Nah, I'm gonna I'm hold on to Abel to be like, yo, dog, got you. I'd be like, well, I bet like, like if you if you would have asked or if you would have said like, hey, I don't feel comfortable having this in my possession, like they will understood. But you're like. You took it, so that's your decision. Uh, I don't accept that. Yeah, that's not. That's neither here nor there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna agree or disagree. What the fuck are you doing? I am filling up hummingbird water. Oh, you're making a fucking shit ton of noise. Well, I only got one more. Why don't you just sit the fuck down so we can do a podcast, huh? Because I, I have Why you ADHD. Sit, like, I'm I'm at work right now. There's cars flying by, and there's some background noise, but you're fucking making a racket. And that's why our <laughs> audience makes those comments, okay? So get audience, your shit together. Audience meaning dad? <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad, it's I'll, a listening. I'm not sitting down. Because <laughs> even, even I'll ask a question, and you'll look up the answer. We can yeah, fucking okay, read your clearboard. So, get right. your shit together, Noah. Find find an office. Make make it soundproof. Hold on one second. Oh, oh did you know the, the Yankees and the Sox are playing today? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no. That's that's rude, Doug. <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> How's that rude? That's just that's my opinion. I don't fucking I don't fucking care. I'll only watch the home run derby and fucking the, the playoffs. Actually I I've gotten like really into baseball this year. 
I've seen like there's been sixty two games so far. And um and I've seen all sixty two Red Sox games so far. Jesus. Um no no shame. I at least good. They're five hundred. Or the they're one game under five hundred. Trash. They, they're last in the <laughs> they're last in the American movies. <laughs> fucking suck. But we're gonna sweep the Yankees so it's all good. We still got what? Still gonna sweep the Yankees, so it's gonna be okay. Uh, we'll see. You, you wanna bet? Nah, I don't bet. Yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. I don't bet. That's what I thought. I'm not a better. I'm not a betting man. Five bucks. I'm not fucking open. No, I'm not. I don't bet. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't bet on your team. Like, if you would bet on the Celtics, they will choke. If you have a, if you have a soccer team, they'll probably choke. Actually, actually, Manchester City, my my English Premier League team, is is gonna is in the. Um, Champions Cup right now. So if they win, they win the whole whole thing. Oh. So fuck what? Up. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of Messi joining uh, Inter Miami? I think it's just a cash grab. I think well, no shit. Better get that money. He's the best player in the world. He is, but he's only. I I think he's gonna get he's gonna get banked for doing it, and then he's gonna retire like two years into it, and then like that's it's just gonna be. I think I think that's all it's going to come down to. He's just going to get get his money, and then MLS is going to have a big star, and then he's going to retire in like a year or two. I feel like a good like three four year run. That's what I see. If that, it is. You think you think Bron Bron's going to retire? No. 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 I I heard rumors. I heard rumors that he's gonna he's thinking about joining uh, joining Luca and Kyrie in Dallas. Yeah, I heard the same thing. Um, that'd be kind of cool, but they'd have to have like a deep bench. They have to have role players because those three—that's a defensive liability. Bro, um, Bron's only gonna play like fifty games. <laughs> and Kyrie, Luca's all Luca's all carry the load pretty much for. Like the being on offense and stuff, so they if that would happen, they'd need like a fucking dog on the bench to come in and play some real defense. They need a good center. Like I don't know, if, it just no, wouldn't yeah. be it'd be too much for the Mavs to to make it happen. If Braun wants to win a chip, I'm telling you right now. If Braun wants to win a chip, come join us in Boston, and we got a chip next year. Nah, if you want to win a chip. You just go to the Warriors. Duh. With the declining play and Draymond Green, that's declining. Nah, Boston makes more sense to win the chip. You have, you, have J- you have Jason Tatum. You have Marcus Smart. Al Horford's probably going to be gone. But then you have Robert Williams. Those those core guys right there will play most of the season, and LeBron, will, LeBron won't even that, play that much games. That would be nasty. That'd be nasty, but fucking Celtics fans would not go for that shit, bro. LeBron's not 
too dirty to fucking bring I'll it be in like, with open arms. I'll be like, I'll just have my arms wide open and be like, come on, bro. Bring it in. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Come here. <laughs> come here, bro. <laughs> you, want, you, want your, you want your jersey up there in the Raptors? We got you. <laughs> That'd be crazy if Brown did that shit with four different franchises. But, like, how could he go from the Lakers straight to the Celtics, though? Like, that's real. Because I was, I was thinking about it. Just, like, um, you know, like, because that's, like, that's one team that I think he would, like, if he really wanted to win a chip, like, instead of paying Jalen Brown, keep paid him, and then we could get Brown to go to the to L.A. and trade L.A. with LeBron. So, like, just, you know... That's the, kind of what I was thinking. And then, like, players move everywhere so often. Like, Bron went from Cleveland to Miami to Cleveland to L.A. So, like, I don't think – the only thing that the only thing that would probably stop him from doing that is because, like, Bronny is going to USC and he's already committed to USC. So, yeah, it just makes sense for him to stay in L.A. or for him to – I don't know. But he wasn't that, too far off this year. Like, honestly, like, they were in tough games with the Nuggets. Yeah, like, it, it just, like, it just, like, just luck of the draw. Like, it was just the luck of the draw, honestly. Like, because you guys had – you guys had him. You guys just didn't have, like – you guys just didn't have that closer. Like, Bron could yeah. only do so much, and he was averaging, like, he was averaging good good numbers, but he just, he just couldn't do it by himself. Yeah, they needed a – Honestly, they need like a Kyrie. They need a a Dame to take over the fourth. They need a scorer that can spot up and get his shot or drive or just create offense. Speaking of Dame, where do you think um, where do you think Dame Dame Dalla is gonna be next year? He's gonna he's not gonna be in Portland. You don't think so? No, he's gonna stay there. Bro, I want to see him move, bro. Like even even Dame. Dame going to the Celtics would be nasty. That would be, but again, I don't. He's he's too loyal to that city for some reason. Like he doesn't want to leave Rip City. His contract is fat too, huh? Yeah, he has like they they locked him down. Like they're if anything, if anything, he's been trying to get people to come come to Portland. <laughs> yeah, I think no big agent is going to go to Portland. But I don't know. Like I know he's he's saying that. I know he's getting kind of frustrated with like the lack of support and lack of help over there. So that's something. Yeah. Um, and then did you did you see that uh, Chris Paul got waived? Yeah, I saw that. He's not gonna be. Uh, he's on. That means that the Suns let him go, right? He's not gonna what? That means the Suns let him go, right? Oh yeah, the son just let him go. So he's a yeah. free agent. Well, he what? The last couple of years, he gets injured in deep in the playoffs. Like he's not what he used to be. Yeah. He old, bro. He old. You hear the he creaks when he gets. <laughs> you hear the creaks, dog, when <laughs> he goes up and down the court. <laughs> some better, someone better call Cliff because <laughs> Chris isn't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> There's even talks for him going to the Lakers. I don't want him to go to the Lakers. Like, oh, he'd probably have that. The, he'd have that connection with LeBron. But again, he, him and he, LeBron needs him. 
a young star to take over like the regular season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, the, that's the only like, way. That's the only way Bron's gonna get another chip is if he has that that help. Because like you like. Ron's still that. Ron's still that man, bro. Like when he, when he turns it on, he turns it on. Like he's, yeah, he's he's still top five in the NBA on on any given night. Um, like that's the whole reason I'm saying he won't retire because he just he even said he's still relevant. So why would he? Why would he hang it up now? Right. You know what? You know what pisses me off though. During the during the Heat and the Celtics series, fucking you had you had all these fucking role players for the Heat just fucking playing out of their fucking minds, and you yeah. go to the finals and where the fuck is Jimmy Butler at? Where's Caleb Martin at? Just like what the fuck? Like you guys just show up to play us, and like you guys hit everything you guys get, even with the contested like having two guys on on them, and then still ends up hitting the fucking three, dude. I was, I was salty. Dude, honestly, I feel like Jimmy Butler's due for a big game tonight. I feel I like he's due. I think he's due, but I think that I, – I think the Nuggets in five, honestly. But honestly, he hasn't been playing bad. He just hasn't been like he's, spectacular he's not... in the playoffs or in the finals yet. Like, he's had, like, 20 points, 25. Like, he's just been – Like, eight assists. Like, like, he's, just he's, been, been... he's just been playing. Like, he's just been, like, average. He hasn't been playoffs. Yeah, either. but they haven't really been, like – like I don't see them like drawing up plays for Jimmy. Like I don't know. Well, like, I think it's a. I think that matchup is um is really bad for Jimmy though because Aaron Gordon's been playing him. So like, Jimmy's just like, like like how it was when Robert Williams was playing Jimmy Butler in the in those three games that the Celtics won. They just limited his shots and everything like that, and he was trying to force stuff, and that's like. Kind of took him out of that those games, so that's what Aaron Gordon and uh, Michael Porter Jr. are doing on defense with uh, with him. Yeah, but how hard is it to force a switch on like Jamal Murray or the Brown? Like, it's not that hard to to get the right matchup. Not every time, but like, like come on, dude! Like, I I just feel like he's due for a big game, whether that's a triple double or. 40 points. Like, I just feel like he's due for a dominant. Let me show you what I could do game in the finals. See, I feel like I feel like even if he does have a big game, I feel like it's not gonna matter with with Joker and and Murray. Because Joker's probably gonna have another 40 point trip dub. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Joker Joker is gonna put up. Big numbers, but like I feel like the X factor is Jamal Murray. If they could contain Jamal Murray, like a little bit, they have a chance. Cause like, like you said, they're role players on the Heat. They could make shots, or they could get streaky. So like, if they just like box Jamal Murray in a little, or make things a little tougher for him, cause right now Jamal Murray's getting to his spot on the fucking in the mid range or the three. Like he's getting to his spot and he's making the shots. Oh, Jamal's yeah. like Jamal's a little sick. I can get anything that he wants. Yeah, so um, I don't know what the fix is. Like, I'm not a fucking guru. Guru, right. I just I just recognize that Jamal Murray is the X factor in the series, and if he's having if like like the games that he's been playing good throughout mm. the playoffs in each in each series, like even against the Lakers, 
he's he was balling, so like they they're able to come out on top. Cause like Michael Porter Jr. doesn't really do much. He'll have like occasional threes and pop up pop and shop mid ranges, and you have some role players like that white dude in the last game who put up like twelve and a quarter or some shit. Like there's little spurts, but I feel like Jamal is that dude that you need to stop. Yeah. You guys are good. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's been a good series, honestly. It's been competitive. There hasn't been – like, even in the first game when, like, the Heat were down, like, 20 or some shit, you just don't get the feeling that they're going to quit. They're not that team that's going to no, throw No, they're the not, towel. and that pisses me off because I was the same <laughs> thing with the fucking Celtics. Like, we'll be up at, like, 20, 25 one game, and then we end up losing that game. It's like, what the fuck? How did that happen? They just – they're just built different, bro. I feel like they just put in the work at practice. They have the stamina. And you know, you know what actually like paired. you know what frustrates me too is like on like on like sports radio and everything like that, they're just like, Oh, the Celtics got beat so bad in game seven, it's just like, bro, Jason Tatum got like rolled his ankle the first play of the game and he still stayed in. I knew I like, knew you'll bring that shit like Yeah, granted uh, if if J- Jason Tatum was healthy, it would be more competitive, obviously, because that's he's their star. Like, he, like, he, he pops off on Game 7. Like, he's a, he's a Game 7 man. Like, and then he got injured, and then he was still, like, he still, like, got, like, 20 points. But at the same time, like, he was he was a shell of himself out there. He even, he even told, like, the reporters, like, at the at the end of the game, too. He's like, yeah, it just wasn't me. So, like, as soon as he got hurt, bro, I just, like, I was like, oh, it's over. It's over. Yeah, I feel like once that happened, like, that just the momentum just shift or out the bat and like it was, it was like the, the Celtics were already in the hole. <laughs> yeah, first play of the I, game, this motherfucker rolls his ankle. Is like, oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, I didn't watch it live. I caught like the last three quarters because I had I had to work. Yeah, but like I saw the replay and then like I just it just felt like once that happened, the, everyone in the stadium was like, oh shit. Here we go again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like the like you could just like hear like the like the the energy in the stadium just went silent. And even at home, I was like, well, okay. And then I actually like I think I turned off the game like at halftime because I was like I was like, okay, like we're keeping it close, but without Tatum being Tatum, like I think we went up by ten and then the heat went on like a twenty to two run. They were up by ten and they just never let up. Did they ever say what his injury was? Like, was it just like a sprain? I think it was like a high ankle sprain. That's like props to him for playing through it and like, granted, like yeah, it's a game seven, high stakes. You're gonna play through injury, but like, we've had those those sprained ankles and we know how fucking how bad it must have hurt and like lingering and just like putting pressure on, trying to run and jump and all that shit. So yeah, like, and like top, every time, to Tatum, so yeah, and every time he would drive it, and he'll he'll make a good drive, but then every time he'll come down on that ankle, bro, he would just wince and like limp down the other end of the floor, and then he would be out like for he wouldn't take another shot for like another like two minutes. Yeah, but I and that's the thing. I don't know if I was the Celtics, I don't think I'll bring Jalen Brown back. I think I'll get try to get someone else. Dude, like I saw a stat, um, like. They had like six assists to each other, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like 
they're they didn't play well together. Like it was like ISO Tatum or ISO Jalen. Like they weren't playing a cohesive offense with each other. That's what that's what I saw. That's the thing, like, with, it's kind of frustrating being a Celtics fan because, like, when they're on and they're hitting shots, like, it's on, like, it's unstoppable. But then, like, when they're, but it's kind of frustrating, like, at the end of the, like, on the offensive end, like, the ball just dies whenever it goes to Tatum or it goes to Brown. Like, the ball movement just dies and those plays just, like, it's just stagnant. Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Harden and beat type of thing. But, like, Harden actually doesn't give up the ball and Jalen Brown's, like, Jalen Brown averages, like, almost, like, seven turnovers a game. Yeah, what I also saw, what I also saw about your Celtics too is like, Marcus Smart is the is is your guys' uh, game changer. Like I remember it was like Game Six or something where he was like hitting threes and hitting mid ranges, and like locking up on defense. Like he's the heart and soul of that team, more more so than Tatum. Like Tatum's a superstar, get a bucket, dude. He's the man in the arena. Well, Tatum's the one Smart, that you want to have the Marcus. last shot, but yeah, but Marcus Smart's the tone setter. Yeah, he's the he's the dog. Um, that's what I noticed as well. And you obviously have Williams in the paint as your rim protector. Like the Celtics are built to win, but like it's just Jalen Brown and Tatum that that duo, as good as it can be, it just didn't deliver at all. Like if um, I feel like if we had a true point guard, like if we had Marcus Smart. Like uh, off the bench. I, I, no, like if we have um, uh, like say say hypothetically the Celtics don't resign Jason uh Jalen Brown, right? So if we stick with the roster here, pick up someone like on the like pick up someone from free agency, whatever, just fill in the gap. But like the starting five right now would be Derek White at the point, Marcus Smart at the two, Tatum at the three. Then you have then you have. Williams and Horford, if, if Horford comes back, then I'll be your starting five, and you actually have like a true point guard in Devin and Derek White. I think I think it's time for y'all to move off Horford. Horford's like yeah. he's old, bro. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> like yeah, he's still in shape and stuff, but like it's it's getting old for like his play style. I just I just don't see it like working anymore. You know, like. He's just uh, like he's a lockdown defender and can be a lockdown defender, but like, what else does he really do? Yeah, and he kind of he kind of got exposed against the Heat too, like on the defense. So yeah, I think, I think he's like if if he plays if he comes back next year, he's probably just gonna be like a come off the bench type of dude. Yeah, he's a he's a good role player off the bench, but he's not. I feel like he's not a starter anymore. I think he should that, be a um, starter. I think the I think the starting five next year should be like uh, again if we don't sign Jalen Brown, Derek White, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Grant Williams, and then um, Robert Williams at the five. Because Grant Williams, he's a he he was a he was coming off the bench last year, but I feel like he could be a dog, and he he was the one that actually like blocked Butler, grabbed it, grabbed the rebound from the block, and fucking just like started the fast break on that. So he has a good defense. And he could he could hit him. He could hit a three, so. But I, honestly, just, I just don't think the Brown Tatum thing is gonna work. Honestly, I I kind of, I kind of hope they give uh, Pritchard a shot because like, he he play like garbage time minutes and like he's a young player. I feel mm-hmm. like he can get a bucket if he wants to see. Um, yeah, he 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 has a good stroke. He has a good shot. And I think he's more of a true point guard too. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the NBA. That's the, one of the beauties about it is like there's so much movement and there's so much uh, potential every year for like like, but it also takes time to marinate because like the Nuggets they they built this shit from like years ago and fucking they took time and they trust the coach and. And they had like the they got like the right role players. They had the coach that be solidified. Joker's always yeah. been Joker. Like Joker hasn't always been Joker, but like he's really developed into like the the best player in the league. Should have won MVP again, but that's neither here nor there. But like yeah, their their whole farm system just like gra- like gradually building to what they are now is True. really proving dividend to what they what they're doing. And the beauty about it is like you got that that uh, technique. But you can also have like the Lakers kind of just fucking piece together this shit midseason, and we're able to do and we're able to do so much because they have LeBron, and because they had AD. Like it just there's just so many avenues that GMs and coaches could take to build something. But like in the end, the Hoopers, the Hooper Hoopers are gonna come out on top and. It's all about heart and whoever wants it more. And right now, I feel like I feel like the Heat want it more, but like it's just hard to beat the talent on the Nuggets and their their chemistry. Yeah, honestly, and I feel like the Nuggets um they kind of took a page out of the uh, the Warriors playbook. They found they found their superstar like how Steph Curry was a superstar and they built around Steph Curry. They got the additions of Clay Thompson, had Draymond Green be the with a rim protector, and then once they got Andrew Bogut, and once they got like those role players like Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Bogut, and like Igudala, and and those players, then that's when they like they built from the ground up, and they built around their star player, and that's kind of what the Nuggets did. They built up around Joker and Murray, so now now they're where they're at now, and it's not a it's not a surprise because they they've always been like in the in the Western Conference Finals, but they just couldn't get over that hump with the uh, with the Suns and with the Lakers. True, and the, the scary part is like, I feel like Jokic is only twenty eight, bro, and fucking like their core players are so young. So if they can keep it together, they're gonna they'll be able to com- compete for titles for a long time. You know? Yeah, for sure. <sighs> but and you know, I can't I can't really complain. I can't really complain too much about the Celtics because the Celtics in the last four years have been the Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, Finals, Finals. Finals. So like, yeah, they've been up there, but I just don't know what they need. Yeah, they're they're a they're an enigma because like you don't know, like, like they had Brad Stevens and like they had good coaching and like. It's just you don't know what the missing piece is with the Celtics. And until you mess around with things and change things up. And I don't – I feel uh, like Brad, Brad Stevens also did say, too, that he's going to keep Joe Missoula. So, so let's see. Let's see how Joe Missoula does on his second year. Second year back on the with – the, with the, see what he does. Yeah. And frankly, I'm actually – like, I'm not too worried about him just because, like, the man came back, almost came back from a fucking 0-3 deficit. That yeah, but up. like, but like, there's times in that series where you just, you could just tell like Eric Spolstra just had him in a, had him in a box. He was in his head. 
uh, just because, yeah, that dude just has so much experience and uh, he knows what to get out of his players. And, like, that's pretty much what coaching is in the NBA is, like, getting the most out of your players. And Joe Mazzulla just couldn't, couldn't deliver in the end. Yeah, I, I completely I completely agree. But again, that like he was kind of thrown into the mix like after the whole thing happened with the uh, Ime Adoka. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so he was kind of just like thrown into the fire, thrown into the snakes, and then. Yeah, definitely. Uh, hats off to him for dealing with with that situation and bringing it to Game Seven. But it's not about the what ifs; it's about the what you do. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like he he brought it to a Game Seven, like like. Just put it this way, like, even though the Celtics, I, I would have chance that the Celtics are more talented in the Heat, and I do, and I do admit that Eric Spolstra is a, is more, is a more dominant coach than Joe Mazzula, but I feel like this, like, having, having him go up against Spolstra head-to-head in that series, I feel like it'll give him more expertise and more experience on what to do during the regular season next year and playoffs next year if they make the playoffs. So I feel like this isn't, like, it was just, like, a learning experience for the team and for him as a coach. So it's, like, it's just going to be on him now. Like, hey, you you had a learning curve. I We understand that. Like, this is a prove-yourself type of year, basically. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, I remember seeing a post on Instagram about how he played against Jimmy Butler in college. Like, the dude's young. Like, it's going to take yeah. some time for him to to get his um, get his bearings as a coach and get his style and all that good yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic in this, like, again, I'm not going to – I'm not going to have my hopes set too high. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens, and – if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. But I'm not going to put too much stock in it next year. I am going to follow it, but I'm not going to put too much stock in it. Yeah, same with me with, like, with the Lakers right now. Like, I'm just waiting to see what LeBron's doing, what trades are made, what the front office could do. But, like, until then, I'm just going to enjoy the, the finals we have right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of – just kind of keep my head in the news to see who goes where like it's interesting like free agency in the NBA is just I feel like it's so much better than the NFL do you feel the same way I I do because like I feel like I feel like the NFL free agency is kind of underwhelming a bit because like you like not too many bigs like you never get like a yeah you never get like a you never get like a homes going in the free agency like they lock that shit down for 10-year contracts. Right, like, so we got you, boy. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Where you going? Nowhere. You're going nowhere. I got, so I got you for five minutes. <laughs> like, yo, I don't think we'll see, like, a Josh Allen. Like, the biggest one was Lamar Jackson, and he fucking went back. Yeah, he went back. And the only reason why he... The only reason why he didn't want to sign right away is because he wanted a guaranteed contract. And we knew, like, I knew from day one that he wasn't going to go anywhere besides Baltimore. Yeah. But, like, you do get the occasional, like, star receiver. But, like, it's nothing like the NBA where, like, you, you the star main attraction of a team could, like, join another person on another team and make 
playoff runs and just I don't know. Like Harden right now, I don't know where he's going. You got Kyrie in the mix, Chris Paul. You know, I kind of, uh, I kind of want, I kind of want Harden to stay in Philly, just so like he could give like the Sixers hope again, and then still Boston <laughs> could just crush him again. <laughs> you got fucking, you got Dwight Howard in China trying to recruit people. Right, I saw that. <laughs> Yo, your boy Mello retired too. He Mello isn't my boy. <laughs> his eye, like his old highlights are cool. I liked him when he was on the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, seeing him go, like, it's just it's just a testament to how how LeBron has kept his his fucking uh, status over the years. Like, he's the last person in that draft class. Think about that shit. Right. He's, he's Wait, wasn't like wasn't Chris Paul in that draft class? No. Or he was. Oh yeah, because Chris Paul was playing with Kobe was still there. Huh? Yeah. Um. But did you <laughs> did you see the the last uh, finals game they put uh, Haslam in to play, and he's the oldest player to play in finals finals game. <laughs> they put him in the game. I was like, oh shit! Look at Haslam. I was like, he just don't have that title until LeBron takes that shit when he's playing with Bronny. Right? You think you think Bron will make it that far? Yeah. I if anything, if anything, he'll probably retire for like a year. And then like, come back. Pull MJ, get his shit together, get his do some entrepreneurship, and fucking come back with Bronny wherever he's playing. Like he, I feel like he'd force. He'd force a trade or some shit. He'd force a contract just to play with his son, you know? Right. He'd be like, you know what? I don't care what team I'm on. Bronny, I'll even come off the bench for you, dog. <laughs> I take part a... Of thinks that, part of me kind of thinks that Bronny isn't like... I feel like he's good, but I don't I don't think he'll be a one-and-done candidate, though. What was that? I don't think he'll be a one-and-done candidate, though. No. So that's I don't know I don't know if LeBron's gonna last like see like Brian's probably gonna play three four years in college and then get in the NBA maybe yeah it's uh it's gonna be weird like I'm just I'm glad I I was able to see LeBron even this year like in person but like it's gonna be like. It's going to be real sad for the NBA when he leaves. Like, it just, it's going to be a whole different vibe, you know? It is, but I feel like it's, I feel like the NBA is in good hands with, like, the new stars. Like, you got uh, Luka, Jokic, Giannis. You have, like, you have all, like, these, these up-and-coming stars. I think the league will be, will be good. Probably going to be a down year because, like, LeBron was a, was such a big deal for his whole career. And it's going to be weird because he's been, what, like, 20 years in the NBA? Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be weird. Um, like I don't know. We'll see. Like Curry leave, KD leave. It's gonna be a whole different. Like I have to uh, find different players. Like, what do you think about this uh, Victor Webanyama? Uh, I think 
I haven't seen his highlights or anything like that, but I heard like he's like supposed to be like one like a one in a one in once in a generation type of talent. Dude, dude, the way he moves for a fucking seven footer, like he's he's so smooth, bro. His pull up is. I saw, I saw a video. He shot a three pointer, and got a put back dunk on his own three pointer. God damn. <laughs> yeah, bro. And like, Granny's like he's like six, seven, seven, six or some shit. Like, he, he's a true unicorn, honestly. So, I'll, I'm excited to see him in the league. Like, yeah, he has to get into shape, and like, it's different playing for like the league he's in in France or whatever, and then going to the NBA and playing seventy plus games if you make the playoffs. Like, it's a whole different toll on your body. So he definitely has to get um get a good trainer, and I'm glad he's with the Spurs, honestly, because they yeah. they have experience with that shit. They have the knowledge and the tools to give him and make him into a great player. So yeah, and he like he could oh yeah, I just I just saw that highlight now when he just fucking shot a three missed it. <laughs> yeah, it like he's just yeah. I think I think NBA would be in good hands. And he has like he has handles, he has handles, he has post up moves. So, um, I feel like I feel like the Spurs honestly could be a a contender if they could get a free agent here and there and make some moves in the offseason. They could be back in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> um, what do you think about the? Do you hear about that shit that happened with Zion? <laughs> yeah, but like the. <clears throat> like he got like scandal with all kinds of girls, didn't he? Yeah, he well, he made a baby announcement uh, with one of his chicks, and some other like side piece he used to hook up with, like a adult film star, posted like a rant on Twitter, like four different posts saying like I have the receipts of you being a dog, and you not and you nutting in me and you doing all this crazy shit with other girls and like I'm like I'm like Zion you fucking you and John Morant are fucking <laughs> just ruining your guys' career like granted Honestly. it's all off court drama with them but, and it doesn't affect their gameplay at all but like, but like you don't see but you don't see Zion, like other stars being put in that position you know what was Zion though he's like never on the court fuckers always True. injured because of his big ass frame <laughs> Yeah, that I was so excited because, like, when he got into the league, because I remember watching like him come up through like high like school. In high and, school. Yeah, yeah. Seeing, seeing him like, oh, he's the next big thing, and he just hasn't been able to prove like he's that dude. Yeah. So, like, I, uh, I even saw a story today about like Lonzo Ball actually, and like how his old shoes used to tear and like cause him injuries. Yeah, I saw that because the big baller brand when he was wearing them, like it, like uh, he got he got like a chronic injury now on his feet, right? Or his legs. Yeah, and they they would rip and tear, and he had to switch them every quarter. And uh, like it's just sad, like how people are put into situations and they have big expectations by the media and all these different things and like when they don't deliver we say like oh they're busts but like 
they made it to the league. They made their money. Like that, that's not a bust, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be disappointing for sure, but if they make it, then I feel like they, they just like just matters on how they take care of their body, they take care of their like work ethic and stuff like that, and that's how far you go in there. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so. You want to talk about some some films? Have you been watching anything at, at the house? Uh, not necessarily movies. Um, I did just finish um, The Queen's Gambit, though. That one's good. I, I watched that. That was a good one. It was really um, good. I think I watched it in, like, the day. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm shuffling between some different shows. Like, I'm watching Dave, the third season right now. I finished uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, I that finished Ted good. Lasso, too. That one was funny. That, that was, one was funny. It was a good um, one. There's some shows on Netflix that I haven't... There's just so much stuff to watch and so much things like that pique my interest. Like, I just don't find the time to, like, sit down. Like, I still want to watch, like, Colin Cowherd in the mornings and, like... Right. It's just hard to, like, fit things in, like... Um, I want to watch the the old Michael Keaton Batman before I watch The Flash. Uh, I'm not even uh, cry with the Flash. I, I think I'm just done with superhero movies, honestly. Dude, you need to watch uh, the Spider Spider Verse movie though. I watched Spider Verse, sure. but like, cause like I really liked um, Into the Spider Verse, and I want to watch this one. Cause I, dude, um, I heard it's gonna be like a trilogy. Yeah, dude. Honestly. Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of my favorite Spider-Man films. Like, if not the best Spider-Man film in my eyes. Okay. Like, uh, um, it was... You think it was better than the first one? No. Into the Spider-Verse. This one was Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, Into yeah, the so, Spider-Verse was, like, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that one's super dope. The animation is crazy, and the story is really good. Um, this one... This one's up there with it, the Across the Spider-Verse. It's really good. It's two and a, it's two and like two, two hours and 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like that, honestly. Like, it really zooms by and like, there's so much Easter eggs and stuff like that. And it just makes me really excited to watch the next one coming out in 2024. Right. Um, but like, I, I just feel like Sony and Marvel did their thing and I feel like they really gave the the writers like a lot of um, a lot of creative freedom. Yeah, a lot of creative freedom and allowed them to do things and uh, like granted it's animation and they have the ability to do things that you can't in live action and that's what makes mm-hmm. it so popular and so uh, like it's spectacle. Right. But the way they uh, are able to weave in the story is just. Uh, it was really a piece of art and like again i reckon that i'll i have that as my recommendation for this episode the album with the with the new movie but yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of films and tv shows right now that i feel like entertainment's in a good space right now so right i've actually um i've actually i'm started rewatching how much mother again Again? <laughs> yeah, it's been like a year since I watched it. So 
I just like I was like, ah, I don't really want to watch anything oh, like new, so I just put it on. That's another show I watched. Um, is uh, How I Met Your Father on Hulu. It's a little corny, but like it's new, so I just put it on. I heard awful things about it, so I'm not even gonna touch it. Attempt a full. Uh, it it's not obviously it's not gonna be as good as How I Met Your Mother, like obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some points, it's like they're trying a little too hard to like make it relevant, but it's it's a good mind numbing background. I don't really care if I miss parts of it. Like it's it's, it's not that pressing of a show. Um, but you know what I did watch and in the theaters that uh, was pretty good. Um, the Machine. The Machine. Oh, that's the Burt Kreischer movie, isn't it? Yeah. That one was surprisingly good. I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Um, and then we also watched the movie About My Father with uh, Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was all right. It was, a, it was like... Um, I'd say the machine was better like for a comedy movie mm-hmm. but there's like I don't know this summer is going to be good for movies too like we have Indiana Jones we have the new Transformers I'm not gonna watch we, have, those. we have that comedy with Jennifer Lawrence that was directed by the people from Good Boys a rated yeah. R movie 0 for 3 uh, there's I don't know. I have to look at it. Look at like Fandango uh, and see what else is coming out. There's a movie with Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey, not Robert Downey Jr. There's um, I forgot what it's called, but it's coming out soon. The Flash, obviously. Uh, Oppenheimer. I want to watch that one with uh, Christopher Nolan as the director. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like you have to watch that one in the theater to like fully encompass yourself and immerse yourself in the movie and fully embrace the special effects and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, there's just so much going on and I'm really excited for this year in general. But uh, next year, I don't know if uh, mom and dad told you, like, I didn't really want to do anything for my birthday this year. Like, Granted, we're going to Oklahoma City for that comedy festival, so I'm I kind of looped that in as like my birthday gift or whatever. But like right. I was like, I'd rather not have a party this year and like kind of mellow it out, and then do right. like do a big Hawaii trip next year for my birthday. Go to Hawaii, and, Damn, yeah, like expensive. save up. Like it's a year away, be able to save up. Uh, right. That's that's my vision right now, just to just to travel and do new things and Hawaii's been on like my list to go since like elementary middle school so right well that'll be that'll be fun that'll be that'll be quite the experience shit me and um me and Haley are actually wanting to want to travel a lot more too like I told you we're gonna go to um to Niagara Falls probably sometime uh probably end of this year or like soon next year and then we're like we definitely want to on the list is like we want to go to Cabo, we want to go to the Bahamas, we want to like we just want to go to like a lot of places. Tokyo. 
Oh, for sure. That's going to be an expensive trip. So, like, whenever we go there, we're going to have to have, like, a really big food budget because, like, but the food over there, like, I would, like, we said that we would want to, like, try everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to ball out. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That would be. When, bro, let me know when and where we can make that shit happen, bro. Like, it doesn't have to be next year. It doesn't have to be the year after. But, like, eventually... I want to go to fucking Tokyo, experience the culture, meet the people, experience the food, all that shit. So that's that's definitely bucket list for sure. That's gonna be like when we go to when we go to Tokyo, we're gonna like we're we're not just going for fun. We're gonna we're gonna go for fun and have fun, but then we're also gonna scope it out because we might like we're that would probably be a place that me and Haley settled down over there too. True. Um, so like, shit, moving to Tokyo, bro. <laughs> I also like. I also want to visit like the Philippines. Um, I heard. Uh, what else? Definitely gonna go to England. Spain. Definitely. Go I know, mom and dad want to go to Paris. That'll be nice. Go to France. Dude, I'll be really nice. I've been at I've been at work for um like close to three hours and I've only logged in two people. Oh wow, there's like no one no one there or what? Uh you guys are carpool, so you guys are Yeah, there's like no one here. Well like this lot, I don't know, it's for workers and for um people who have passes, so like I don't really have to do much, I just wave them in pretty much. Right. And I'm in a fucking hammock right now in the we shade. Actually, we actually had a lot of fun uh, on Wednesday when we went to the game. We actually uh, ended up having parking passes at the at the football stadium, so so we didn't oh, have nice. to go to that one. So yeah, we just like parked right across the street, and then we we actually stayed the whole game. Abel was really really well behaved. I've been to I Stoops game since I think it was like last year in the season. And me and dad went, we got our water bottles, and we sat down, and it was like fucking, it was like high 90s, no clouds, beaming on us. And I was like, dad, do you really want to stay this whole game? And we both made the decision. We're like, nah, so we just fucking did. Because, <laughs> like, the seats were on fire. The sun was just beaming on us. The game wasn't like, entertaining, and we're like, Let's just get out of here. Right. See, we got lucky. We got to see um they're on the other team. They ended up hitting like um two bombs, like the same same player ended up hitting two bombs like back to back at his both at bats. And then um the final score was five to four. I still ended up losing, but they made it a game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you know, I've been like fucking like baseball nerd over here, so like I was just like engrossed in the game and Haley was talking to her friends all the time and I was just thinking, like hyper focused on the game <laughs> so that's a that's a bucket list item for me to go to Boston and like one to see a Celtic game in Boston at the QD Garden two to see a Red Sox series in Fenway those are good. those are like my bucket list items 
A series or just a game? A series. Jesus. Like a so, they're three days in a row. Oh, like, like a wild card? Like, or like you want to go for like deep in the playoff run? No, just like just like during the during the season, like every every uh, so like right now the Red Sox are playing the Yankees three days in a row, and that's going to be the series. So it's like a three day series. Yeah. So that's like that's what I would want to go see. Yeah, I still want to go to. I still want to go to United game here in uh, here at the Isotopes. I don't know how much the tickets are. Mm. Seven dollars. Like I haven't seen, like I know the United games get like a, they get a good crowd. I just kind of want to be in the atmosphere and like learn the chance and like be involved in that that uh, atmosphere. Right for United, just rep the rep the five hundred five. You know. Right. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be fun to go to the United game. I think Haley's gonna go to one sometime this year. I think the tickets are pretty cheap too, honestly. Yeah, I think so too, because um, her sister ended up getting getting tickets for free from her work, so um, she's gonna be her sister's plus one. That's cool. So I'm how many cool. how many siblings does Haley have? So like she has. Two biological brothers and then a non-biological sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they older, younger? All of them are older. I think Way her older? Oldest brother, I think her oldest brother is like 10 years older, and then her then her middle brother or her other brother is like six years older. And then her sister is like the same age as her second brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so she's like, so she's the baby. Yeah. She's like me. She's the baby. Spoil as all hell, too. Yeah. Hey, I fucking work for my shit, cowboy. Don't bring that <laughs> shit over here. I did good in school. I earned my shit. I buy. I pay my debts. I don't have no debt on me right now. That's that's good. Well, you I do have credit card debt, but like that's good debt. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think that's crazy? How like the American like economic system is based on how much debt you have and like how much money you owe and like I don't know. It's just economics like your, in this country your, is crazy. Your credit history and everything like that. If you don't make payments on time, then you're then you're not gonna get a, like if you have really good credit, really good payment history, and like you always have like thousand dollars or something like that in debt but you keep on making payments and pay it off then then yeah then you can apply for more money and spend more money and then if you keep on doing that then your credit is going to keep on building like that yeah and like little pat on my back i've never missed a payment on my discover card good um keep it up i saw (laughs) i saw this i saw this one post on instagram is like um it was a post on like taxes. It's like, so let me get this straight. If I do all these things right, but like if I forget to file my taxes this one day, I go to prison. Like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like all confused. I'm like, that's real shit. Like, 
some people don't get educated in this stuff and they get into bad spots and it's just tough for people to kind of get their head above water when they're in that position and I'm just I'm just so grateful that like I had a good economics teacher in high school and our mom is able to help us with taxes and um, kind of guide us and what what to do and what not to do like I remember in high school we learned like when you get your credit card just by gas just by the bare minimum of what you need don't go splurging on on this stuff because you have have the money but you don't really have the money you know right like you like it's not your money that you're spending like you're borrowing the money and you're paying it back yeah like i don't know just don't it's you shouldn't have to rely on um on that additional the additional funds that you have in your credit card you yeah. Be able to make ends meet, or yeah. with your exactly. paycheck, or live, live within your means. I should say. Exactly. Thanks. Well, dude, like we're we're coming up at five minutes over an hour, so I think we should start wrapping up. Yeah. I I say this was a good episode. I feel like we touched base on a lot. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't a catch up episode. Hell, we've done so many of those. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really liked how we uh, how we broke down kind of the NBA and, and the finals so, so far, but like there's just so much to talk about, and we'll 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 have more episodes when the time come. Um, yeah. So like now, I don't know. So I don't know when we're gonna do like another another one. Probably it'll probably be after like the NBA finals, like is over hopefully like hopefully not but like just on the odd chance do you want to make a, a finals prediction like who's gonna win in what game i'll say i'll say nuggets and six is my nuggets and six is my like um it's like what i think is gonna happen but what i want to happen is heat and seven if that makes sense like i like i think the nuggets are gonna be able to like pull it out in the end and it'll be like the Jokic and Murray will be first time champs. Jokic will probably win MVP. But like what I really want to happen is game seven and Jimmy Butler MVP. But like I think the Nuggets will probably over overtake that spot. See I got I got Nugs and five. Nuggets and five? Nugs five, Yoke is the MVP. That's that's been a common um common prediction on what I like I've heard on shows and stuff like that. Like I Nuggets just, and, I, Nuggets in five and like I just I just wanna give like another game to the Heat just because I, I feel like I feel like they won't give up that easily. That's same only- but I I feel like I just feel like Nugs and five because like one, fuck the Heat for what they do to the Celtics and two um, I just think that the Nuggets are just like an overall better, better coached. I would say like on par with the coaching, have better players and just have like that, have the two solid, almost like combined 60 points a night with Yoke and Murray. Yeah, definitely the Nuggets have the way more talent and they should win. 
Um, but I, the grit of the heat is what's gonna set them apart. Yeah, so I got I got Nugs in five, and then if uh, and I, I feel like I feel like I'm with you just to like prolong it a bit. I do I do want to see a game seven, but even if it's a game seven, I got the Nugs since they got home court. Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, I feel like that's it for this episode. Again, want to thank all the fans, thank all the first responders, thank all the policemen, firemen. Uh, prayers up for the people in New York and Canada right now dealing with the fires and um, air pollution and. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, like there always is, but I feel like if we all do our parts every day and just kind of live life to the fullest and do things that make us happy, we'll all be all right. Yes, sir. Uh, so you want to add anything before we wrap up? Yeah, um... I would I would just like to say just like extend on that on just thank you for thank you for whoever's listening to this podcast at this point. I know we have been like wildly inconsistent since the since the birth of this podcast, but it does mean a lot to to Dom and I that we are able to still do this and we are still able to have a platform just to like just shoot the shit for a little bit, just like get get whatever we want to talk about, talk about and just appreciate you guys. Just appreciate everyone that that listens and that gives us the make time out of their day to to listen to our dumbasses talk yeah and you know what's funny is like every time every time we finish like an episode or we wrap up like my first thought is like damn we should be doing this way more often like that's like my first thought <laughs> like then again it's like a double-edged sword because like the more often we do it i feel like the more we come susceptible to repeating ourselves and like I feel like having a good cushion between episodes enables us to talk about a wide range of things that are happening and have happened before so I make I think having that space between episodes gives us a broader range and just kind of makes us more uh, like like you said you always want to have people wanting more and like, it's just like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And um, also, too, I just do want to apologize for the for the background noise, sound quality, not only on my end, but on Dom's end as well. His sound quality is good, but I know he's been background noise. But, you know, we had to do what we had to do to get this episode out. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so we this episode will have better quality, and we'll, I'll, be in, I'll be in a space where my dogs aren't making too much noise. I'm not doing a lot of other stuff in the background. Yeah. As long as we can we can hear you, uh, we're gonna try to get this podcast out as as best as we can. And uh, I'll hit him with the outro. We live in, we thrive in, we chilling, we vibing. Uh, until next time, love y'all. Have a good one. All right, love you guys. Deuces. <laughs>